it's not a normal world, it's Taskmaster World, and welcome to a very special video. Now, if you are not new to the Tom Mason Empire, the TGM production um, gathering of, of things, you will know I interviewed Alex Horn over on the weird side, and so Alex Horn, the creator of Taskmaster, then gave me the idea to create this channel, and if it wasn't for Alex, I wouldn't be here right now. Now, I'm talking to someone who's best known funnily enough, for being the Taskmaster on the Swedish version, best e-test, if I, if I say that right, it's the one, the only, Babin Larsson! Oh, hello, hello. Now, um, you are also a comedian, and so, which is always good for any version of Taskmaster to get a comedian on board. Had you, before you, before 2017, had you seen the original British version of the show? No, I hadn't actually. Um, when we were going to make it in Sweden, I was um, sent links to like three shows and I watched them and I laughed out loud. And uh, my first thought was, I want to work with this show. This is really funny. It's spontaneous. It's hilarious. And uh, it's really hard to predict what's going to happen yeah. the next moment. And that's what I really love about it. Yeah, and and um, with 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 you with you would end up watching some episodes. Was it was it hard to try and not replicate what Greg did in the original? Was it or was it easier just to be your own Taskmaster and not do anything that Greg had done? Well, uh, of course, I I watched how he uh, had formed the the role of the Taskmaster, but still, um, we didn't. We, we were a bit nastier the first season, actually. Um, I was a bit harder on my, uh, my David, you know, my Alex. Uh, but then we realized that we got hordes of uh, children watching the show. They love the show. And we realized that we cannot really, uh, you know, be too hard on him uh, because they love David and he's like a cartoon character cut out yeah. of, you know, so uh, it, it will be too harsh. So I've tried to make it a little bit more polished yeah. and not so. And we also, I think, um, I mean, we're on primetime TV on the lar largest channel. And for years, you know, Taskmaster went on Dave and I think on another broadcasting time as well. It aired later. Yeah. Uh, in the evening so they could be you know a bit tougher than than we can we we got all these children watching and we're okay we have mm. to take responsibility yeah. for this we cannot bully david on mm. on best primetime tv it's not okay you know so i i still keep him under me and yeah. it's really funny because david takes a lot of space out doing the tasks with the contestants yeah. But as soon as he enters the studio, he goes down in, in uh, status yeah. because I push him down a bit. And yeah. when he tries to climb, I just gently, no, not, not yet. <laughs> yeah. And, and with, um, with, with the UK version, what, what David worked out was because of, as you were saying, the children were watching it, young, you know, I, you would, I would say more of, more of young, more of like, 15 year olds in, in when I was in the UK version would watch it and so Dave then Channel 4 once it moved had had have something called the PG version or mm -hmm. the bleeped version or the censored version because it changed names all the time then that had 
it where it could air after the watershed. But if you wanted to air in the middle of the day, it could air with beeps over the swear words, but use yeah. typewriter sounds to do it. And one of the things I never always wanted to know from any Taskmaster, because the intro is always the same. How how what was it like filming that? Was it was it interesting? Because it's like typewriters had gone out and published countries. I've got a typewriter to the side of me, electric one, but um, but they had gone out of consciousness and so not everyone was familiar with a typewriter. Did you enjoy um, filming the intro? I enjoyed it a lot because I used to have an old Halda typewriter and with a courier, you know, uh, font that um, you still can find on, on a computer that looks like the old writing from a, from a, yeah. um, a manual typewriter. And I enjoyed really much again to be able to, and, and you had to like relearn how, yeah, how do I, you know, yeah. send this <laughs> bar <laughs> from left to right and everything. But in the end, it all came back to me yeah. and they all work the same. Yeah. And, and I like the sound a lot. And um, yeah, it, it's, it's something really hands on to, to be typing on a real typewriter. Yeah, and, and and I love the intro, and it's because it's because the music isn't copyrighted. Because Alex is one of those people that want everyone to do something with it. Um, mm-hmm. and and the horn section, which I recently found out watching, I think I was must be watching the New Zealand version. I found out it was the horn section. Then every version I watch is still the horn section, which is good for Alex, as Alex then still gets a little bit of uh, money out of it. Um, because broadcasters obviously will pay the, the artists, not not the fans. And it's it's an easy sort of intro to make, and it's really fun. But what I quite like about the, the Swedish Taskmaster uh, falls, like, as a whole is, is how it's unique and is how it has some of the original tasks, but it's got a new perspective on it. And a lot of people... In, in places say, oh, they've done that, it's not original, but it's still in the original because it's people's minds work in different ways. And have you noticed that, how throughout you doing the show and throughout seeing bits and bobs from the UK version, you've seen how the tasks you've done have always been a different like way of people like doing the tasks itself? It's true because ev- everybody, every contestant's mind works uh, in different ways and some of them are really uh, coping well with stress and they can solve uh, you know hard tasks uh, mm-hmm. but still you know uh, be able to 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 work under pressure mm-hmm. uh, others they just get <laughs> they they they, uh, they disappear from all thinking you know and 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 start to do mm-hmm. really silly things and also, when they see themselves in the studio, they oh my god, how could I do that? And so I think that's that's the beauty of it. And hopefully, not too many of our contestants watch the old task. But I yeah. think also now we have more tasks in every show than you have in Britain. So I think by now we don't use that much material from England anymore. Yeah, uh, because we we used it up the ones that we. Um, thought would would suit mm. our our show yeah and and that it, it's because it, you have got more tasks than the than the uk version but uh well later on one of the like, i think in in episode one which we'll get onto in in a few moments but what are the way what are the tasks that we'll get onto has one of the best solutions i think i've ever seen because 
I think what because I've seen a lot of versions of it now, I see how the house a lot different. So in different versions, the house is bigger, so you've got more grass space to do more stuff. Because the UK house is is anyone can actually see because it it's on a main road. So the so the garden's not as big, but then in the Swedish version and the New Zealand version, the house is bigger, so the gardens aren't bigger, so you've got enough room to yeah. do it. But uh, moving away from Taskmaster um, a little bit quite quickly, because I interviewed a QI elf uh, called Alex Bell, and he told me there was a Swedish version of QI. And now right. I, I I YouTubed it the moment when I was editing the interview and found out you were actually on the episode of QI. What was it like being on that? And had you seen the UK original? I like that a lot. Um, we did four seasons, so we came to the letter D. And in my opinion, I think that if we could have continued with the show, we would have uh, reached a higher level level of it and, and get more contestants there or panel uh, mm. panel members that were more into the format and, and it would have grown, but we never yeah. got, got the chance. I don't know why they canceled it after four seasons, but I enjoyed it a lot. And uh, it's the same as if you participate in, in Taskmaster that you show up and then something yeah. happens and you have to react to that. Mm -hmm. So the only thing you can do is to be sober and try to, <laughs> to be in, in time and then yeah. you roll from there. And I like that kind of show. And that's what attracted me really to, to Taskmaster when I saw it was that yeah. everything is a first take, you know, yeah. they only do the task once and, you know, come rain, come shine, and then they see their failure, all their success um, together with the others and, um, and they can celebrate and then maybe they get disqualified because they did some cheating. <laughs> so so it's, it's many turns and, and everything is also so spontaneous. So um, to have participants that don't have any script, I think that's a genius uh, yeah. move actually. Uh, because when you've been working with with humor and, and comedy for so many years that I have, I started in the middle of the 80s, mm -hmm. you can by far see a gag coming, you know. Yeah. But here you have individual minds working in mysterious ways and you never know what's going to happen. And, yeah. and that is one of the keys to the success, mm -hmm. I think, of Taskmaster, that that you, you do the casting well, and then you just let these geniuses, you know, yeah. work with whatever, mm. potatoes or <laughs> watermelons <laughs> and eggs. Yeah. We had a lot of eggs the last season. Mm. And um, when I was, so when I was this week, it was this week, um, because I'm on a, some, I, I, I'm not modern, I, I feel like I'm in my 80s because I am not modern whatsoever. So I never understand what's uh, going on in the modern world. But uh, there's something called Reddit, uh, which is which is like a, a thing. And they have a Taskmaster Reddit, which is a, a hub of activity of everyone talking about every single version of Taskmaster ever. And they had put on an article Alex had written about Series 12. And it turns out uh, he, he didn't go into too much detail because he didn't want to... Um, spoiled the series, but it turns out he's um, the first time ever used a task from the Swedish version oh. of the show. And I, reading that, thought it's a perfect time to ask 
What's your thoughts on that? We don't know what task it is just yet, but what's your thoughts on it? Well, that's uh, that's that's really um, very flattering for our um, our people that's working out the new task, isn't it? That mm. the original uh, version pick 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 up things from us. That's really flattering. Yeah, and uh, that makes me happy. So I'm 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 a bit curious which task it is, but I guess we'll we'll know. Yeah. We borrow from each other. I mean. We also watch, you know, from other countries, yeah. especially uh, the guys working behind. They 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 watch a lot of the show. I'm not that involved because I'm the taskmaster, yeah. so I stay yeah. in the line and do some script work. But but um, they 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 watch a lot and they pick up. And sometimes I also come come up with some ideas for tasks. I I had one of the finales uh, last year, I think, when you were about to to stamp on a. Um, a color, um, what do you say? Uh, you know, when you when you have a color for for artists, you have them yeah. in uh, uh, tin the tubes. What do you, tubes, right? Tubes. So you had to stamp on them, and the one that yeah. managed to get the, the color most far away won, and and uh, it went really. It was a, a fun moment. And and I know quite I quite it's. Taskmaster is one of those programs that, apart from America um, and um, Spain and Belgium, it works really well um, universally. A lot of game shows that travel around the world just work really well because all they're doing and all you're doing is taking that format and changing it. Because what's really interesting about it is that Greg isn't as involved as Alex in, in the show and and it's more interesting because you get to see your first reaction of what's going on yes. and then it's like David's David's already been there and what what I love about this version and that has duplicated other versions is how you have the desk with the UK version it's just two thrones and Alex yes. is called little Alex on is just as a joke but you clearly you've you clearly know that you're you're higher than, than David is because you know you, you're more important than David and yeah. David doesn't look bothered about it. He's got a neutral face, but he might be crying on the inside. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> I love the way they did with the desks that I have this huge normal desk and he's got this children's <laughs> desk with everything duplicated, but in a smaller version, a smaller lamp, a smaller typewriter, <laughs> you know, everything is smaller. And it's so low that he can't really stretch his legs out <laughs> under it. So it's really uncomfortable. Mm. And, and they also uh, took a saw and, and cut the, 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 the legs of the chair. <laughs> so he's, he's really more or less sitting on the floor, you know, trying yeah. to, 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 to have some dignity left. And it's really, really funny. Yeah. And, yeah. and a lot of people um, always, when they see inversion, Think, how is how what's so they have Alex as the basis and then they go oh how is this version of Alex and how is he that and I think out of all the versions I've seen which is well I've seen them all oh. uh, whether or not I understand them all um is a different thing altogether but I've seen them all some of them I've ended up understanding like the Swedish version I found subtitles in the end which was very lucky uh and and it's and you see how they're all different but I think the best assistant, which is like based off Alex, is definitely Paul 
Williams from the New Zealand version and David from the Swedish version. Because David, when you see him in a task, has got a neutral face in him and, and, he, and he looks like he's there to do his job and not there to have fun, which is just incredible because he just, he just lets them go off instead of wanting to have his own little bit of... of uh, <laughs> he just goes on and it's really interesting to see. And with... With the um version, was it was it f- fun to work on from your point of view? Because you're not as involved. Was it still? Did you still see, get the enjoyment working in the studio? Of course. I mean, we knew we had good material from from the field. You know, we knew we had all these tasks, and and we also had um, a really really skilled um, um, editor. Mm-hmm. that uh, made all the material, you know, so polished and, 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 and good when it, when it came on. And, and I think David's performance is brilliant, you know. He, it, it's very close to how he uh, also do his comedy. He, mm-hmm. he is a straight face and he, he likes to play with words and things like that. But he, he has this former role and, and working. We, we didn't know each other before. Uh, we, we knew of each other, but yeah. we, we'd never worked together. But um, the channel SVT put us together because they thought it was a good match. And it was, you know. So today um, we're like an old married couple, you know, <laughs> and, uh, and, and we, yeah. we work together really well. We're very comfortable. We also uh, led a gala together a couple of years ago, yeah. you know, the big, uh, like the Emmy, but in Sweden. Yeah. And, and when we were going in and I looked at David and said, are you nervous? He said, no, are you? No, because we're so comfortable together and we yeah. know we'll always land on our feet when we work together because we, we enjoy to, we know the other one will do, yeah. you know, whatever, whatever is uh, um, necessary to, to make it work, you know, and uh, I, I really enjoy this too. Also to watch the faces of the contestants yeah. when they see yeah. all the edited material and they realize, oh, I'm a genius or <laughs> I'm a failure. I'm a yeah. total failure. I just excuse myself and never be on air again. You know, yeah. really dramatic. Um, so that's really, really extremely funny to, to watch them while yeah. they're watching themselves for the first time. <laughs> yeah, and, and I, I quite like it in this in si- series one, episode one, which we'll get onto in a few seconds. I quite like how you, in one of the tasks, you, you the, the camera decided to pan away onto you and you were laughing. And, it, and it's really nice to see how you are, how the taskmasters themselves also, because Greg, Greg laughs and you can hear him from a mile away, but you're trying to be just quiet about it. But you, yeah. it's just, it's just really good. And what I quite like about, um, about how about the show it's generally is that it's on uh, a main channel. And I think SVT, in my opinion, is one of the most popular channels outside of Sweden because a lot of shows are popular because of SVT, like The Bridge, and um, that's all also popular. And I think that uh, Bessie Test needs to have a channel, a BBC4 show. And I, I, BBC4 are good at doing massive subtitles and are very good at um, having, like, airing them fairly. And I think that more UK people, not just hardcore Taskmaster fans like myself, need to see this version because it shows how, how a format 
does work because a lot of remakes and programs don't always work around the world but this really does and it hits the mark and it is mm. just in- incredible and I think and I think watching it just just makes me feel like I'm what I'm just enjoying myself and and it's never and it's never disappointing some some contestants might do a task really rubbishly but yeah. it's still enjoyment to watch them do badly at the tasks it's 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 fun when the when they when they uh, uh, do it well, and it's fun when they when they are failure. It's it's always fun to watch also their reactions and how they handle to be uh, very very good or very bad in the show. Um, not all winners are are humble, and yeah. <laughs> not all losers are happy. You know, it, it's um, so it's it's also fun to see how they handle the whole situation. Uh, now the program started in twenty seventeen which is, I think, maybe five years ago now. Um, yeah, we're, we're on now to the sixth season, yes. Yeah. And the first season were only four, four programs because, uh, episodes, because um, SVT wanted to test. do like a test balloon yeah. to see, is this flying or not? Yeah. And already the second and third day we were doing the studio part, um, the executives started to appear on the on the set, and that's um, most of the time a good sign. Yeah. They've heard that this might, you know, go well, so they, yeah. they wanted to be a part of it. That was really fun to watch. Yeah. The people you never see yeah. outside the office, they just showed up on set. Mm. Yeah. Now, we'll get on to um, episode one now. Um, and... If for, so, for the viewers at home watching this, uh, what we'll what I will be doing is because the version isn't called Taskmaster Sweden like you would assume. It's called Bestie Test, which I think is a very good title. But it when you try and Google it, it, it you have to you have to get it correctly because Google thinks you're on about um, someone called Best and his best friend E and Test. Um, and and I really and one one last thing that I will mention is they're quite like. How David brought out a book similar to the to what Alex did with um, with having your own tasks you can do at home, and I, I quite like that. Um, I, I I do wish that 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 the uh, that David's book was available internationally because it would be really really fun to have in a, a in a Taskmaster collection. But um, but if if I ever get to interview David, I'll I'll um I'll pester him and make him make it available internationally. Yeah, he publishes it. Now, who was your favorite contestant from series four, episode one? If you remember. Yeah, I remember that. Well, they all have different qualities because, like, Bianca was very competitive, and the Kodio was very, um, he's a strong uh, uh, and macho, you know, comedian, but he also fell, fell in tears when he was trying to understand Icelandic. Uh, yeah. And, um, uh, Klaus Malmberg is an old friend of mine. He started out doing comedy amongst the first in Sweden when he was 16. Mm. So maybe he's one of my favorites, but he, he was kind of phlegmatic on the show, you know. Yeah. He, he didn't bother too much, but that was also a quality that worked well with the other ones that tried to, you know, that worked hard. And, yeah. and um, so, um, but then all of a sudden he did something <laughs> really good you know really well so yeah. um but um 
I like them all, I, yeah. I must say. I, I like them all. Pia is also a friend of mine, and we, we do just a minute together on radio as well. And, uh, and she's, um, she's also very, you know, she goes into yeah. things with, with all her energy and uh, lovely energy around her. So, so um, it's hard to pick uh, a favorite. And I think Kayo was the guest, right? Yeah. yeah. Kayo Petrushina. She's a young influencer comedian um, that's um, done a, a rocket career here in Sweden. And um, she, she's lovely to watch. And, and sometimes she's really, really clever when it comes to solution. And sometimes she's really just hopeless. So yeah. you never know what you're going to get. She's also done a whole season. And then she came back a third time. Yeah. To be to, to to you know to have the revenge and she didn't yeah. well she did a little bit better then but she's mm. she's been giving it, us a lot of laughs mm. yeah um now and she when you were saying that I I did um well, think about it I don't think it was her and it might be my bad bad spelling when I've written it I don't think it was her because it was a it was a it was a block it was a man. The man, I might, he was, he was, I'll, I'll tell you how, how, how you spell it. It might name. be Kalesakari. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Kalesakari, he was, he's like um, a reality show star here. And he, he's done a lot of his own series where he's like a, a physician teacher in school. And, and now he, him and his wife have bought this farm and they've done a reality show about that. So, mm. He's a regular on, on, on TV in his own format. So, um, and he did really well. I think he yeah. won the whole episode, actually. Mm. Well, if you, if you stay around towards the end of the podcast, you'll find out. I won't <laughs> confirm or deny that. Uh, but um, just before you get in, you mentioned there that there was a Swedish version of Just a Minute. Now, I did not know that until you mentioned that. And that and that sounding incredible because just a minute is a fantastic radio four show in the UK and and pe- many people have been on it and there've been TV versions. I had no clue there was a Swedish version. I've got I've got to find. It's been that. on for ages. I think it's wow. like 50, 60 years or something. Wow. Uh, so so it's been running years and years, and I've been on the show on and off from the nineties and and to today. I'm going to new to make a new episode on Monday actually together with wow. Pia. Yes. Wow. I, I learn something new every day. Um, <laughs> of course. I, yeah. <laughs> we all do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because uh, I'm, I'm supposed to be the fountain of knowledge, but um, but I, I don't know every single thing about the... Re- I know more about TV than, than any other medium, but we'll get into uh, the prize task or, or as, as you like to call it, the prize pool, which is... Um, which is which is a better word for it because it's more because with with every other version it's it's behind you don't really see where they're more hidden but it is a circle and a pool when you you normally think paddling pools are more of a circle so I quite like that and it's it's in this episode it's never you never have it just a one task one task like the price that isn't just at the very beginning it's all through the episode because different things get added and which which I think is a, is really good because then they can win more and they might they might wanted some of the things. Uh, yeah. But um, we'll start. So the the prize task was to bring in the most unusual item. Um, and so um, well, I'll tell you what the items were. So we had a kettlebell, which was two hundred and three pounds. We had um, uh, adult teeth. 
um, which is a little bit disgusting to me, but it, I didn't I didn't decide to bring it in. We had a, a yarn divider, yes. a, ha- a handmade mirror to, to either humour you or, or just for laughs. Uh, and we had um, a toenail from a TV presenter. Now, what do you, what's a yarn divider? I, I wasn't sure what a yarn divider was. I think it might be something you uh, use when you uh, do like plated um, uh, reins or how should I explain it? Sometimes you can plate the uh, yarn so you can make like a, uh, now my English is a bit <laughs> off here. Do you call it bracelet when you have yeah, it around it? Yeah. yeah. So yes. you can plate things, you know. Maybe that's a divider too, so they don't tangle too mm. much and, and, you know, get mashed. Uh, and so it sorts out so, so you can plate, you know, in a, in a good um, pace. Mm. Uh, I've never seen one before, actually, and it, it was really unusual. Yeah. It, it, it just is it, the first thing I thought when it when when it unusual I wasn't thinking oh I'll bring in a, a yarn divider and it, and it's it's what Taskmaster does best it brings in something you weren't thinking about and you might have never heard of and yeah. and that that's that's the thing with with a lot of international versions a lot of things don't always translate the best or international because not everything so like I I never heard of a yarn divider but we might have one in the UK I, I just don't use yarn enough and he's no so many of us don't <laughs> no, no it's it's um an item that needs to be used more but um I'm I'm, I'm probably gonna say his n- name wrong but um Klaus 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 yeah he brought in the toenail from the from the presenter last that's a cronier yeah yeah um what what she what she famous for what what would she be most recognized for because i never heard uh, of her. he is a he uh he's okay. been um mostly he he's been um uh, a show host for many many years yeah. on swedish television and mostly in his own formats so he's been doing this doobie-doo show for many years where you have like uh, two teams with two artists, uh, singers, uh, comedians in each mm. that compete over uh, uh, remembering old hits, um, uh, trying to figure out who wrote this song. Uh, and it's very cleverly made and, and he's very, very, uh, uh, he, he's got a broad audience. Um, many people like him a lot. So uh, it was a bit shocking actually to to have this toenail presented yeah. it was really disgusting yeah and also really hard to prove that it originally came from Lasse Cronier mm. well could you not have done um a DNA test or, or would that took too long well they he just brought it in for the show so there yeah. was a shortage of time to do mm. the DNA test yeah maybe I could have called Lasse Cronier and, and just to double check um is Klaus Wander really possessing one of your old toenails? But uh, sometimes you shouldn't check a good story. So really, yeah. yeah, yeah, and um, and and it, I, I just think, um, I think toenails are, are, are disgusting. So it's unusual, and it's and it's something that I don't think many. I don't think the winner must may have kept, but we 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 don't 
but we don't know. Didn't 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 the winner end up keeping the item? Probably not. I know well, I wouldn't. <laughs> no, it'd be it'd be moldy by now. It'd be sat somewhere moldy. Well, it depends on how much uh, quality <laughs> there is in this, <laughs> yeah. this special toner. Yeah. We don't know. <laughs> I, I never, I never expected this chat to end up talking about if if toenails can last so neither long. Neither did I. Neither so. did I. But um, well, you have to, you know, you have to consider things. You have to, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, uh, Bianca, which um, which I, I'm probably am saying correctly because. Yeah. It's it's um I, th I think I think we I think it's a universal name I think yeah I, I don't know many people call Bianca but she brought in her own adult teeth tooth is that was it was it fresh tooth did she just pull it out because I don't think adult teeth just fall out willy nilly hard to say I mean I mean teeth they don't really get old do they they keep yeah. their polish if you if you're um, having them in, in like the right environment. <laughs> uh, but um, if I remember right, there was still a little bit of brownish old dry blood on it and it was not uh. that super fresh. Uh, I don't know why this task turned out to be so, you know, disgusting, but it did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You have, you, have to, you have to bring in your audience somehow. Yeah. Yeah, so like um, uh, there's a program called Doctor Pimple Popper. That, oh my that, God! Don't even mention Doctor Pimple Popper. I don't like I guess, it. Either. It's horrible. But it's it, horrible. I can't. I can't even imagine any of my friends watch that show no. without puking. You know, it's so uh, disgusting. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, it, mm. it it's awful, and it's. And it's because somehow people watch it because they're still knocking about, and people like discussing things. You must have gained a lot more viewers if someone had rang them up and said, "There's a toenail on screen. Quickly, turn the TV on. We want to see that toenail." <laughs> um, it probably it probably didn't happen like that. I don't think I don't think remember. it happened that way. No. No. no, no, no. They probably they probably watched it afterwards and thought, "Oh, um, hopefully there's more toenails." Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I don't. Th I think the item that wasn't unusual was bringing the uh, ke kettlebell because that's not unusual. It's a lot of people have got one knocking about. It's true, and and they may, might be into Switzerland and bought one like, as a souvenir, or or it's kept in the family because the family used to be farmers and things like that. So it's true. That's not that uh, uncommon, is it? No. Uh, I. It, yeah, I my, my dad's got one in in his um well in his it's in our garage um and and it's like we they're, they're really they're really useful not just for exercise you can use them as like a doorstop because yeah. they're very they're very heavy or you can they're use heavy. them yeah yeah or you can get the small one and use it the purple way and you can also you know it's dinner you know you can yeah. use them for <laughs> for different things. Mm. Um, and so the, the uh, oh yeah, and we are, yeah, we also forgot to mention the uh, handmade mirror. Um, was it good quality? Was it a good quality mirror from from looking at it? Because it was in the studio. Did it look good quality? Because not everything handmade is good quality. I can't remember so sharply, but I think no. It was like maybe done in school and not the really good quality no yeah it was a bit you know torn and and 
maybe not exactly like a square and things like that. So uh, what I remember of it um, was not, um, not the word quality is not popping up actually. <laughs> yeah, but, um, but what I quite, before we get on to talk about the points, what I quite like about the way you show the prize task is something that needs to be adapted because I liked how you got to see the item in its full glory. So it's spinning around in one of those little plates that, that every time Velvet I see Velvet pillow or something, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I quite like how, how you do that. With every with the UK version and the New Zealand version, um, all you do is the, mention the item and show it on the screen. And if it needs to be in, in the assistant's hand, it's in the assistant's hand, or sometimes they, they play on the screen. And I prefer... I prefer seeing it in its whole glory, then you know that if it's like, for instance, a handmade mirror, you can see it in more detail and it gives the viewers more of an idea of what, what the item actually looks like, not from a one single side of an image. Which no, is true. Yeah, it's yeah. true. It's, it's really this on display. Yeah. 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 Uh, and so, um, so going with going down now to the points, uh, the keg bell got one point, uh, Bianca with a, her own two won uh, four points, uh, Pierre uh, with a yarn divider won two points, the mirror won five, and the toenail won three. Um, <laughs> now, would you still agree with your judgment or would you change it if you had the option to? I think I'll, I'll, I'll stand my ground and uh, I think the toenail uh, could have had more points if it got the real provenance, you know, that yeah. you had a, like a proof letter yeah. attached where La Secronaire indeed told everyone that this is my toenail yeah. and it was uh, retrieved at this and that uh, opportunity, you know, we, we I cut it off in this hotel room, this date, blah, blah, you know, yeah. but there was no evidence whatsoever of this um that's a career from the beginning it could could easily have been class own you know so that's why he didn't get to get the full point yeah now we move on to task one now this task uh has got to be one of my favorite tasks in in in, in any first series because it's a really good task now um, funnily enough, I, I wrote a lot of notes and I and I wrote every time they mentioned a number, I wrote down that number. This, this is very unusual for me writing this much detail, but this is so in detail. I've, you'll feel like you're in the you're in the show again. Um, uh, so so the task was to pop the bubble wrap. Bubbles most wins or popped most wins. I must have written that down. My bad. Uh, wins. They have five minutes to plan and then 100 seconds to pop. Now, bubble wrap is um, always funny. It, it's used in any form of comedy. There's yeah. a YouTuber in the UK um, called Joe Sugg. He did a whole skit where he's called Bubble Wrap Boy. So he just walked around with bubble wrap attached to him. So okay. bubble wrap's comedy in, in any sense. And in this version, uh, well, in, in this task, it works very well. Uh, because you, when you watch it, you always think, how are you going to do it? But bubble wrap takes, there's so many different techniques to pop bubble wraps efficiently. 
But I think it did very well. So we begin with um we begin with Klaus. Oh, I mean, Klaus, yeah. 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 Um sorry for my bad pronunciation. No, no worries. Um so so from the notes I got from watching it, um, because I, I tried to write down as much as I possibly could, that um he 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 tried it without his idea of popping them. Now, what what would you from watching them? What were you, what would you have done with it? How would have you popped the bubbles most efficiently? I would probably have uh, tried to find a very sharp knife or something, and uh, maybe rolled it over, uh, you know, made it to a roll, yeah. and then cut through, and tried to bleed, to do layer after layer, and 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 row after row. That would probably have been my approach. But nobody did that. No, nobody did that. I, I, that 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 would have. I can imagine that now, and that would have just been really, really sensible because I don't think anyone took a sensible approach to it. Uh, as as we get down to to one uh, towards the end, uh, one of the people took um, a, a very odd approach that never happens in any version I've seen. But we'll get yeah. on to that. But uh, what what he did. Was he he end, he'd ended up um, he somehow managed it, um, and he, he ended up che- cheating by kneeling on the bubble wrap before he was ready. So he, so he, I, th- I think if I'm rightly saying, because because when you watch it, you don't always see, but I, I felt like he fell over onto it, but I might be wrong. Cause I th- he might, did, yeah, he maybe did that. He stumbled and fell over, but I mean, if you if you are standing on your knees on bubble wrap, it it doesn't happen a lot because the pressure is yeah. too even on all the bubbles. Mm. So you have to have like a sharper, uh, like the heel of a shoe or something yeah. that you really pop the bubbles with. So, um, yeah, he, he tried to, that was class, right? He was yeah. like uh, uh, walking on his knees around and, and yeah. then he realized this is not a good you yeah. know, uh, way to do it. Yeah. And I think uh, Pia was tap dancing. Yes, I, I wrote. I wrote that. I wrote down that that she started to sing in a musical because she did. She, she in 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 English. She thought I I might not do this tweet, but she thought I'll do a musical number. Yeah, she which, did. Which <laughs> is just just pure hilarious. Because um, funnily enough, that same that same the same week, I think it was like the very next day on Wednesday when I watched Taskmaster uh, New Zealand. Paul Williams decided to do to tap dance and sing, which was rather funny because the day before I'd watched uh, ah. Pierre do, to tap dance. Well, technically tap dancing, but yeah. she was popping bubble wrap without tap dancing shoes. So I thought that was just like incoincidental because it's like years <laughs> apart. But it yeah. did it did make me laugh because I'm thinking, ah, that's that's quite funny that. Uh, and and I I think. She she did it very well because she thought not just to put the bubble wrap, she's gonna entertain um David while she's at it and start singing. Um what what did you did you quite did you are you into musicals? Yes, I am. I'm I'm also I'm singing jazz. Um I have my own uh, quintet and I also do big band music. Mm. Uh I've been uh, in in some musicals, uh, the musical Cabaret, I, I've been yeah. in twice actually, wow. doing two different. I, I, I did the MC in one verse, and I did uh, Fräulein Schneider in another one, and I enjoy singing a lot. Yeah. 
some yeah i'm into singing yes. yeah so did you appreciate her her vocal range i know we're going into too much detail but in her vocal range did you appreciate the way she was singing the song maybe not that much <laughs> <laughs> but uh all always with this frenzy right this hundred uh, percent uh, energy into everything so uh, there was no nothing wrong with that so uh, and then uh, so close or oh, i pronounced that close yes yeah he popped six six hundred and sixty nine um, mm. um or six point six bubbles per second as as david went into so much detail which um without anyone else uh because no one else had gone up just gone up just yet that was really good and i quite liked how david decided uh that number seemed a little bit too big for me i might go really 6.6 bubbles per second is something that should be used in every time you see a bubble um is every time you see bubbles finding the alcohol oh look there's six and then there's another thing oh now the nine is 6.6 bubbles per second it's it is just an incredible and it's a system that needs to be used universally (laughs) (laughs) it's always funny to have uh you know figures that don't matter at all it's it's always funny results that's you know average that you can't use (laughs) yeah uh so then we had so we had the first ever um, time because it is the first episode we had three of them going at, at once which was Bianca P- Pierre and K- Kanji Kojo yeah Kojo yeah. uh, oh, oh I said that correctly that time yeah. uh, Kojo uh, so they went uh, them three went at once so they all started uh, I think I think when it came to them three I think they had they must have because this show, these show, when when you watch it, they edit it in, in bizarre ways. So I think they must have just like not bothered showing them planning it and just cracked. Cr- so they all went straight into it, and it seemed like they hadn't planned it. But a diff when you end up talking to them, it seemed like they had planned it in a way. But the, it was like to, for time constraints, you don't want the episode going too long. So yeah, you have to yeah. Cut corners, but you 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 can sort of see it. Uh, so they all started popping them from the moment and we meant we already mentioned that pierre uh she, she decided to sing a musical song which we already mentioned but then the, but then what's interesting about these three is that they all seemed to end up using either their feet or their whole body yeah. um now do you do you know uh how much bubble wrap was used in this task do you know uh, if I remember right, I think it was five meters. Yeah, because it, cause it, it's like, I just, you, bubble wrap's one of those things that you never see in a big clump. You always see just scattered around in like different like corners yeah. or wrapped in, in stuff. Uh, and so it was a, it was a unique uh, seeing bubble wrapped wrapped so neatly and with a little bow on top to make it all nice. Oh, yes, of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, what what did you what did you think of Bianca, Bianca's efforts in this in this task? Uh, what I remember of it was lots of energy, really two hundred percent trying to kill all these bubbles. And uh, what I uh, if I remember right, she she uh, used her feet as well, didn't she? Yeah, yeah, she was one of the ones that used her feet um and yeah, yeah she, she did she did very 
she did very well. And I think she was, I think she's got to be the one contestant that's in, that they have in every version that's really excited, really young, and really wants to do the best and, and knows it's a comedy show, so has to throw in some comedy involved somewhere, but just, yeah. just wants to win. And I, I, I quite like that ambition. She's got, because she's so excited in the way she says things, where other people are sometimes like, or, or laughing as, as loudly as possible which we'll get on to later on because that that was a that was um when they came to do talk to the icelandic person uh, one of them which we'll get on to later decided just to sit there and laugh relentless um we, but we'll, we'll we'll get on to that but um so bianca ended up popping um one comma two eight nine bubbles yeah. um pierre uh, did one comma nine two nine uh, bubbles and Kinjun, if I'm saying that correctly, Kodjo, uh, yeah. did two comma four six zero bubbles, uh, which was very, very good. And now we go on to the um guest contestant, which will which we'll call him because he's not in the whole series; he's in this episode. Yeah. Uh, and so that's why later on in the episode he wasn't involved in the film location team task. He decided to do the best thing ever, just set it all on fire, just get a light for you in and go. And I yeah. think it's incredible because there's enough ground for you just to sit there and just like go. And uh, were you expecting fires to be involved in this task when you were watching everyone else do it? No, we were not. But when you saw him do it, he. He, he asked one question, can I take this bubble wrap outside? And David, of course, said, yeah, yeah, you can move it. And he, he brought it out. He went to the shed. He picked up this rag and, and some stick. And then he, he had like uh, some, some flammable fluid on, set it on fire, and then put it to the bubble wrap. And 1.5 seconds later, it was gone. And all the bubbles yeah. were popped. And uh, I, I agree with you. I think that's one of the most uh, brilliant things I've seen on Taskmaster. Very good thinking and uh, very well executed as well. Yeah, and, and, I, and it's like, for me, because I'm not the, the best knowledge person on, on how fun more materials are, I didn't think bubble wrap would be that flammable. Would, would you, would you, did you think, how well, did you know that bubble wrap would go in the flame that quickly? Well, I know that plastic just melts, it melts down, right? When you, when you present it to heat, but uh, I wasn't expecting that it more or less would explode and just disappear. And there was yeah. only some black nasty <laughs> things yeah. left on the ground mm. uh, after, but absolutely no bubbles. Yeah, so he, he was the f first contestant and the only contestant to um, burst every single bubble on the bubble wrap and uh, I quite liked how David had uh, saved it, and I, and I quite like it's what I quite like about this. It's more elegant, so he decided to plate it on a platter with a lid over it, just to go voila, and then show yeah. that the bubble wraps there and put it in the prize pool. And that's that's something that oh, that's something that the Swedish version does really well. Does it? It's elegant. It's comedy, but elegant. It wants to wants to show that we're an elegant program. Whilst having people do silly things like set 
bubble wrap on fire. Yeah, he's trying to elevate things that not really meant to to be elevated. That's um, that's a nice form of comedy. Yeah, now yeah. thanking for pointing that out. This is that's a good point. Yes. Yeah, uh, and so so the, the the only bit that never made sense with the first task was that you didn't end up giving points for that task. You ended up just like moving on to to um, chatting to the guest and then doing would you, would you know um how come you didn't end up giving points for that task i'm pretty sure we did that in the studio but um it was obvious who got the five yeah. points and because there were you know exact results so uh it was not really needed in the final editing so so i think for time reasons somebody cut it out and we knew that he got the five points. There was yeah. no, you know, yeah, no well, doubt about it. So mm. sometimes we do like that when we want more content from, from the tasks. Yeah. And, and we don't focus that much on results until uh, in the middle of the show. And, and when we're coming towards the end, we, we try to catch up, you know. Uh, so how, how is the balance now yeah. in, in the points? But um, I think, think that was one of these episodes where we were short of time and then we we cut things like that because when they are obvious yeah and, and not something that i sort of um uh, decide you know yeah uh, this when you can count bubbles you don't have to be that exact yeah, no. yeah. and and that's and that's because this one's got more tasks than the other version taskmaster new zealand's the had only had only done it once where they had an extra task just because that task was uh, a quick one but we went on to a new segment which uh which was a new segment because it was the first ever show and because you couldn't call it another task because it was a segment called would you know uh which is really funny because it had a jingle to it uh and and, the, and i quite like i quite like uh, the jingle because it was uh it was very catchy uh and it, and it would be even more it was just catchy full stop. Now the, the task was to guess what was in uh, David's pocket. You got 15 seconds to um like feel his pocket to have a have a feel and guess what it is. And you had three yes or no questions, and it you you may not reach down into or rip out the pocket after that. You'll write then you'll write down and guess, and your time begins when David tells you. Now. Did you expect this to happen? Were you preempt this was going to happen, or was it sprung on you? No, I knew I knew about uh, uh, this assignment, but um, what I remember is that people were like touching him <laughs> in almost an appropriate way. You know that they 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 went really intimate with him, and uh, he he almost had to you know try to back out of the, all the touching and, and squeezing. Uh, but I knew that they, that we were going to do the task, yes. Mm. I know all these things uh, in advance, of course, yeah. because we, we watched and we planned and we written the script that yeah. we have together and things like that. But you never know how people will react mm. and, and execute the tasks in the studio. That's also... Yeah. Uh, a bit exciting for us, you know. But I can't remember what he had in his pocket. Do you remember? Uh, well, I, I, funnily enough, I wrote, I wrote it down. I did write it down uh, because um, it's one of the. But what, 
but we want the. I wrote down what two of them I thought it was because the others were. I think because well, because I was reading the subtitles to make sure I'd written down exactly. A lot of it was like uh, words that uh, a. Well, it was all it was said a little bit fast because some titles because uh, it sometimes have to match what the way it is. And so I got um, Pierre with the egg slicer and close with the timekeeper, uh, yeah. and it and it was it was an egg opener. Uh-huh. Now I don't. I'm not 100 percent sure what an egg opener is because I I didn't think there was a such tool to of well, what is is an egg opener that opens the egg to make sure you don't break the shell. I can't remember what kind of egg opener it was, but the, you have this one that when you you attach it to the egg, yeah, and then you push a button and then a very sharp edge will go through the shell, and if you do that on both on top and bottom, then you can blow out, you know, what's inside yeah. and then use it for decoration, you know, and, and paint on it. Maybe it was one of these because oh. an egg slice does something quite different, isn't it? Then you have yeah. to peel the egg and then you put yeah. it through the slicer. So if it's an egg opener, mm. my guess is that it was one of these that makes a hole in it, in the shell when it's still raw. Wow. I, I just did. Because, um, because you know, the only thing I knew what eggs I, I only know I don't even know how to cook eggs to be fair, but I didn't even think there was well, there's gadgets for anything these days, but I didn't even know there was gadgets for eggs, so I was more like heck opener, and it, and it more it more shocked me in, in less of a less of a oh, it's something Swedish, more of a it's you, there is devices for everything, and it's something new, and it you could probably buy egg and open egg openers anywhere because. You always need to open an egg at some point in your life and you might need a sharp contraption to... Well, you have some... Sometimes you have, like, local devices. Like, in Sweden, we have this uh, cheese sleezer, for example, that's uh, hard to come over when you're in Britain. Uh, people don't know what it is, but because you cut it with a knife or, or buy its sleeves, but we we have, like, this device to, to make the slices. Yeah. Sliced. I mean, sli- uh, sorry, my British is my English is not good now. Well, that that's all right because it's uh, been, a, not... been a while. <laughs> well, well, I'm not very good at English either. You, <laughs> you, you should. I, I'm not. I'm, I'm not very. I'm not very good at English. Even if I'm writing English, I'm not very. I'm not very good at spelling. That that that's the downside, and that's what I find hilarious. I, I've been. I'm. I live in England, and I'm not even very good at speaking the language itself. <laughs> Um, I think but, you're doing all right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so the points for that was um, three points to Pierre, one, and then three points to Pierre, two points to Ken, Ken, Ken no, Ken John, Ken, no, Kojo, Kojo, that's it, right? Yeah. 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 I keep forgetting. Got two points, and then and the other three all got one point, um, which was which was fair enough because it was. Very, very, um, very generous. Not just to give him the jugular and give him no points. And then we went on to task task two. Now, task two uh, is one of those tasks that I always think is a nightmare for me to write notes on because it's very hard to write what's going on because a lot of it's just a conversation, and so it'll just take me forever to write quote after quote after quote. And so what they had to do now is similar to 
the UK task where you have to speak to a Swedish person, but the Swedish person can only speak the language, but can understand it, but can't speak it, and you, you can only ask um, whatever, like, ask questions. But this one is quite unique because it's uh, an Icelandic firefighter yeah. that uh, can, can understand Swedish, uh, but can't understand English, we, we learned. Um, and and it's, it's really unique because it's taking the UK task but flipping it on its head because because uh, you would want to know so much about the fire department in Iceland, but because <laughs> you don't understand what's going on, you, you've got a little bit of issue there. And it, and it makes for funny things because I can't remember which, which one. I think he must have been close. Um, he, he kept, I think it was him or it was one of them that kept asking the questions but then moved on because he didn't understand the answer. Now, do, do you understand Icelandic? Not much, no, no, I must confess. Even if it's a Nordic uh, language and, and I'm from, from um, the island of Gotland in the middle of the Baltic Sea yeah. and the old Gotlandish is a bit like Icelandic but it's still really hard. It's easier if I see, if I see it written actually. But when I hear it spoken, um, I'm out of... Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm losing it. So did you feel the pain that the contestants were going through? I don't think so. I was really amused. It was <laughs> really, really amusing to see them yeah. trying to... So Bianca, oh, you mean like this or this or this, you know? And, and Pia tried to flirt with him and get some information. And, and yeah. Claire says, oh my God, what's happening here? And Kodio, he just lost it. He was yeah. laughing. Oh. That was really, and, really fun. And that's just brilliant because when yeah. you watch... When you watch see you, when you see Fred, Fred the Swede, who who is what he's he's what he's quite famous for. He lives in Sweden now. He moved, so a lot of um, people are upset that he never appears again. But when you see that in the UK, you see him attempt to do it, and, and they don't get as frustrated. They, they they work it out. But Kudrow just decided, no, I'm not even gonna, I'm not even gonna attempt to just burst out laughing. And yeah. it's so funny. Because it that is because laughter is so contagious. He yes. burst out laughing in the studio. Did, <laughs> was it very hard for you not to laugh? Because laugh, laughter is contagious. I would say it was impossible because his laugh is just out of this world. He's 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 got a lovely laugh. <laughs> yeah, and and I quite like how he attempted to try and see. So he doesn't understand Swedish, but will he understand English? Let, let's give it a time. And I quite like that about this version, that it doesn't just use Swedish. Because English is a language that's used a lot around the world because um, a few countries use it natively. But I quite like how this version uses a little bit of English here and there because there's some words in English that aren't in in, in Swedish, which is from my point of view, really interesting to learn because the more international programs you watch, the more you learn that not every English word is easily translated so the language itself no, yeah, adapts it's the word. And I, and I quite like that about this version because because you can, every so often, someone then, you, you just out the blue just hear English. And, yeah, I think we mix in a lot of English words in, uh, in, in our daily uh, language here. So uh, it, it's, it's close to home for mm, us. Yeah. And, and it, 
do um when you when the like broadcast the episode do you, do you notice that it's that a lot of people understand when people then speak english understand what's going on because um because it's because not everyone will understand english do you reckon it's still understandable i think if they speak too much english we have to subtitle it but um now it's more like it pops up one sentence here one sentence there yeah. or, or you know something yeah. like that but, um but I don't, I don't think we have to subtitle it no yeah. most most people here know common english words yeah. you know or expressions they yeah. are they are in use yeah, yeah. Uh, and so for this task the points were pierre three kudro um right three bianca four uh close close yeah close one and then and then the guest um contestant won three points uh then we move on to um task number three now it's another nightmare task to write for notes for because a lot of it's all visual um and it's a task that is using the UK version in series one, where you where the task was to empty the bathtub of all the water. Do not remove the plug or harm the bathtub. Now, in the UK version, it was it was brilliantly done. But I think that the Swedish that the people in this episode did a, a better job. I think they did a better job than Tim Key, because Tim Key was one of the standout. That uh, is one of his best tasks, but I I reckon they did better here because I liked I liked how how it was a lot of them used similar items and got different results from it. And did did you think it was a really interesting task to to see when you're looking at the the contestants in the studio because some of them have reactions whilst watching it. Was it interesting to see their reactions during this task? Yes, it was, and and it's also. Um... It's hard to do this task without, you know, um, losing a bit of a dignity, and, uh, and you will get wet and so on. So, yeah. so it's um, it was fun to see their faces when they like relieved the moment, you know. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and also, of course, when they compare how efficient was my method to the others, you know, that's always uh, uh, you know where to look because you've seen the tasks in advance and uh yeah yeah i remember yeah. that uh, and they worked hard some of them really yeah. hard yeah and and what's interesting about the format of taskmaster is that dave gorman mentioned this in the official taskmaster podcast uh that it's that it's months it's you it's the studios months after you've done them and it's hard to remember them it, it, is that is that more that is that more interesting to see them remember remember what they've done because they've seen seen it. Is it more is that more is that better than doing the task then watching them than, than if you had done the task then and then and then watch them watch it back? Would it does that do you reckon that works better? Yeah, I think that because they they've slightly forgotten or or tried to forgot <laughs> forget what they did. And then when they see what they did and they compare it to the solutions the other contestants have, uh, you get a lot of uh, funny faces to to uh, 
to watch. So uh, I think that that they have a bit of trouble, and then they rem. Oh yeah, this yeah. was the solution. I why did I choose this one? Oh, I should have done like you, you know. And and what I like is that most of the time they they give credit to each other. You know, that was yeah. a good solution. You know, that you did really well in this yeah. one. Uh, forget me, I was bad, you know, but you were really good. So I like that. Yeah, but my dog's stif- sniffing at the door very well. I, I can just say, which is uh, quite funny. Because <laughs> um, um, he, he, mu- he must have, there must have been a word I must have said, and he must have re- think, thought that the item was in in the room, and it's not It's not in the room, don't worry. Go and sniff somewhere else. Um, so... <laughs> And so we, we go now on to the um, score, uh, the timed and the scores, because I wrote down some of the times. Uh, I wrote down the best and the worst times. So we had the best time, which is from the guest uh, contestant, which was one one minute 52. Uh, and the worst time was from Klaus, Klaus, yeah. Klaus um, which was six minutes and 45 seconds. Um, so I, I think that um, Klaus is... A contestant that is always slow at stuff, but he, he does it slow in a more of a comedic sense rather than being slow on purpose. And I quite liked his reactions after when you see because he's like, Oh, why have I done that? <laughs> yeah, and he is one of my favorites in this episode and yeah. in this series, full stop. I think he is brilliant. Did you, did you, did you, who was your? Who, who was your favourite um, contestant in this particular task, if you remember? I, I remember that Pia uh, had a lot of energy in this task and uh, that, that it was really fun to watch. But it's also, as you, as you just said, uh, it's really fun to, to watch class almost like on purpose okay you know with a little sigh okay I'll do this really wet and you know uh, uh, unworthy task but I'll do it in my own way with some dignity (laughs) and of course if you try to keep your dignity you will end up last won't you yeah Yeah. so so, uh, yeah I think I think uh, class when he when he realized I don't stand a chance on this one, then he chose this track instead. You know, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll do it with my laziness, you know, on purpose like this. So and and in a fun way, always in a fun way. Yeah. So then we went on to the episode points so far. So where we were up to. So Pia was in third place with fourteen points. Uh, Kedra was in first place with 18 points. Bianca was in joint second with 15 points, with the guest contestant also having 15 points. And Close had, was in last place with seven points, um, which, which was which is, is as it was. But it was very interesting to, to, see, to see how... So, like, we've done so many tasks already, and you still have the joint... Um, places and it's it's interesting. Now we move on to uh, task number four, which was the second um, to last task. Um, well, the third to last task before we got into the live task of the episode. And this was the first ever team task, which only had four in the minute, 
but had a special uh, task for the um, guest contestant. And this task was simple, but interesting and never before seen, which was to make a bed um, hotel standard whilst holding hands at all times. The task is complete when both of them are on the bed. Now, the guest contestant had to wager who would get the points out of the two teams. Now, team one was uh, Kedro and Bianca, and team two was um, uh, was Pierre and Close. Yeah. Now, did you think this was a, a, a fun task to watch, or were you annoyed at it because of the of the way it's not? It's not one of my favorites. Oh. It was hard to decide. Uh, it was it was not as fun as I hoped when yeah. they did it, and it was hard to judge afterwards what the result and what happened, and uh, it it more it went another direction that I thought they they more like giggled and you know they 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 cracked up and they couldn't yeah. you know uh, keep this. Uh, uh, winning mood they they instead they they were lost in laughter and uh, uh and it it turned out more silly than i hoped actually yeah, yeah. and so team one ended up winning with three points mm. uh, and i i think it's a task that uh as you were saying is hard to judge because i think if if i if i if i was watching this and then doing your job uh, which is very hard to do it would be hard to because you would have to you would have to see it in person you would have to properly go right up against it that's why that's why i feel like D david had if, if david was the taskmaster if, if if it was a different if david i think david should have judged this round on a more of a what he saw in in person because it was would have been easier for him to see what what all the yeah. nuts and crannies and actually the quality of the under yeah. sheets and everything yeah yeah it's true um i don't know why we didn't let him but uh, maybe it was something with his status that he wasn't allowed to to yeah. <laughs> to do any judgment at this point um and the, even if he had done it maybe i have overruled him yeah uh, uh, so i i can't remember actually it's five years ago so i can't remember the discussion behind it but um it was hard to to judge i can remember that yes yeah well, well to do it fair you know when you can't really see the quality yeah. of what they've done well if i if i ever get uh david uh on on the podcast i or get to interview david in in a capacity i will ask him so that we we get to the bottom of this and then yes then, then you remember what's going on um hopefully he if might david, remember yeah he might yeah. remember that yeah hopefully if david is uh listening or watching depending on which format you you, you see this uh do come on uh i'm do come on then we can get to the bottom uh, of this and then we all can rest easy and not not rest not have nightmares <laughs> yeah we, we want it we want to get to the bottom of this as yes, soon, as, soon as possible it out. yeah uh, and so then we, we moved on to task uh, number five, which, yes, which is a good task, but another one that was a nightmare to actually write notes for. Uh, so it was task 666, uh, which is um, a, a very uh, horror 
uh, number because you had to create a horror movie trailer only using dairy products. Now, I've made my own horror trailer for my college work, but not using dairy products. I use myself, like as in I duplicated myself twice, <laughs> um, which which could be horror in itself. But, yeah, uh, it could be, yeah. yeah. But um, did you think, were you, when you heard them reading the task out, were, were you thinking how could dairy products become scary? Or were you, did you have an idea of what you would have done? I'm not sure what I've had, what what I have had done, but um, I think they were quite creative in uh, making these movies. Some of them were really good, actually, yeah. and some of them were really bad. <laughs> but um, uh, they were all, um, you know, uh, made with with uh, this uh, lightness of you yeah. know comedy and. Uh, you know, uh, that you have some uh, yeah. distance to what you're doing. You know, yeah. it's not Ingmar Bergman, you know. Yeah. So, so it was fun to watch. And, and uh, also, once again, fun to watch the others' faces when they were uh, watching what, what the others have done. So yeah. uh, uh, in that perspective, it's, um, you know, not every task can be a 10-pointer, but... Yeah. Um, I think it, it earned its place in the show. Yeah, and I, I quite liked it because it wasn't that it you you didn't think you you would just it's it, it's 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 hard it's hard to, to, to say because it's such a, a task that sort technically similar thing happened in series eleven of the UK version, but what this what this version does well is that it's not afraid to give other people judging so I David judged what you know uh, and then you got a film critic in and I really like that because what it was what it's saying that you wanted you wanted to make this even funnier by getting someone that knew what they were talking about to judge something about dairy products and for me watching it as someone from the UK it's interesting to to see what 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 the different because some products are different in different countries so not yeah. so you wouldn't it's not everything's because I, when i first thought of it i was thinking oh it's just gonna be covered in it's just gonna be cheese and milk but then you had yeah. cream and that uh and i one of my favorites um because i'm a massive film and tv person well i wouldn't be doing this if i wasn't but it's close is um version of psycho was using the dairy products with that, uh, because he he, made, he recreated the uh, iconic uh, scene of the woman in the in the shower. In the shower, yeah. Yeah, and and I quite like that because it's it shows that he's got the knowledge, but he yeah. wants, but he just wants to take it a step a step further and make it more. Um, well, he he wanted to make it more uh, dairy related. <laughs> yeah, he had to, didn't he? Yeah, 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 yeah. Had to. Um, yeah. so it. If if you if you remember, because it was five years ago, which which one was your favorite? If you remember, I think the psycho was one of them, but I can't really uh, recall. I can't really remember them all. I'm sorry. It's uh, it's um it's not 
in 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 my remembrance anymore. I'm sorry. I I, I don't think I, everyone's is be able to remember animate dairy products coming to life because um uh, uh one of them was Pierre Pierre decided she decided to um bring the objects alive um and I think I think the guest contestant if I'm not mistaken but uh if viewers are watching or listening can comment down below if I got that get this wrong but I think he he did a sort of like a puppet type thing where he brought the milk bottles alive and made them go on this adventure to to be horror related and and I quite liked it and the close close had the greatest thing ever which was a helmet with bananas on it duct taped I think always gaffer tape banana on it which got put in the prize pool did you did you like that because I I think that's something that if I had bananas if I had any common sense I would recreate at home to wear walking around I think that was a brilliant thing to do I mean you 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 turn an ordinary helmet into a viking helmet right yeah yeah I I thought that was brilliant Mm. I I, I hadn't seen it before and uh, so I appreciated that yeah yeah it, it was really inventive and yes and um and it, and it was a prize prize worth winning in my opinion <laughs> i i would have i would have uh won that i would have wanted that really but if i was one of the production team i would have sneakily and edited it out obviously sneakily just stole it from the set and then just walked off because it's cause it's something unique and but it won't different. last will it no, well, it won't actually. That that's oh. that's a sad thing as well. So you have to get use out of it whilst you can. And so the points for for that was Pierre got four points, Kedro got two points, Bianca got five points, Close got three points, and the special guest sadly only got one point. Now, yeah. it, that left with the episode so far that left Bianca on twenty three points. Kiedra on 21 points, the special guest on 19 points, Pierre on 18 points, and then Close on 10. We went to the live task. Now, the live task had a very complicated name, but I'll simplify it for uh, podcast reasons. It was, you had five, uh, I think it was like, yeah, you had five, 15, you had like 15 men with beards on it, and you had, and three, ran, three was randomly selected, and you had to guess, guess them all. Now, this was a good task to test memory, a good task to, to show if anyone's actually got a good memory. And it was also a very good task because it mixed between uh, English, easy English names and really complicated names that, that some of them you would r- remember. Now, from from your, from your what you remember, do, did it seem to be uh, a, a good task in your opinion? I think it was fun to watch. Yeah, yeah. I think it was uh, a bit clever, and uh, I also think these remembering games are also interesting to see uh, because sometimes it's someone you don't expect to be really good at memory uh, yeah. that you know pops up and take all the points. So, and it's also something funny with men in beard. I don't beards. I don't know why, but I, I find it funny. Yeah. And and what's uh, interesting is um, it was I think it was either a few, a few months ago on Channel Four in the UK we aired a program where we got celebrities to 
to do a memory test to see how you remember because it because as you were saying it is interesting to to work out the how good is some of the memory so yeah. it's in in this program it was different objects and different things but with this you have to remember all these names and you might remember some of them but you don't know which ones Dave is going to randomly select no. and that's what was funny for close he had some in mind someone else had um, been given them and he couldn't, he couldn't even remember the task after David had finished reading it out and that is is got to be brilliant that's, that's even better than Mike <laughs> Wozniak in series 11 shaving his hair into a Mohican that's even better than that and that says something <laughs> because Mohicans are even uh, funnier <laughs> than, than beards but I I, 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 when I was watching it I thought it was really hard to remember names as well because I, I gave it an attempt. I couldn't remember anyone's names. And uh, w- would you would you have found would you if you had done the task, would you have got it right or would you not have got it wrong? How do you reckon your memory would have helped? You? I suck at names. I can't remember names. I can't remember faces, and it's really some some sort of handicap for me because I meet so many people, and some of them I really should recognize. <laughs> I just uh, went to this gala the other day and talked with a woman. I know she's uh, working at SVT. I talked with her for a good five, six minutes and we do general things and, and other shows. Uh, I'm going to host a new show here this autumn. And, uh, and then she left and I, I leaned over to, to David's brother that was sitting next to me and said, that was, you know, and then I mentioned a name. No, uh, this was the executive. <laughs> you know so it's it's but i was not you know uh i was treating her really well yeah but um uh, and i don't think she was expecting me to to do any sucking up but it was really really embarrassing that i i I recognize the face, but I didn't have a name to it and yeah. I didn't have the, the position in the company for yeah. it. So that was really embarrassing. I'm, I'm blushing a bit right now when I think yeah. about it, but that's me. I know this is, uh, so this this task, I would have zero, oh, points, I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yes. Uh, yeah, I, I, know, I know what you mean. It's, it's for me. Um, if someone doesn't tell me the name, I don't know know the name, obviously. But uh, but it does happen to me sometimes. Someone says their name, and and because I I because what it goes out one in one in here yeah. and goes out the other, and you don't remember, and then you remember the faces. But for me, it, after you know them for a while, like months yeah. and months and months, then you start remembering the names because you you're with them a lot of the time, which is uh which is what works for me, and and, and I would not. Of being able to get this task, no, even if even if the UK version did it, I would still be as lost as mm. I am. Even I couldn't. If you ask me now to remember any of their names, I don't think I would be able to. But the memory is a fun thing. I mean, I'm pretty sure that you will recognize all the contestants of the Taskmaster episodes in all the countries you've seen. So that yeah. you will remember because this is your one big interest. And of course, I I, um, I, I, I like this uh, uh, woman that I was speaking to, but, uh, you know, she's so far up in, in the yeah. in, in the building and uh, I, I don't see her that often. So um, I sort of just didn't 
you know, understand that she was even, you know, taking yeah. all this time with me. So I just thought she must be another yeah. producer, you know, at the entertainment and, and oh, that was too bad. Yeah. But um, I remember her the next time. Yeah, we, yeah. I mean, I mean, as well. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. I also... mm. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so the final points for the episode, um, and the winner was crowned in this episode. Not the winner of the series, but the winner of the episode yes. was crowned. So Pierre um, got 20 points, Kedro got 23 points, Bianca got 25 points, Close got 12 points and the special guest got 19 points so Bianca won with 25 points oh, yeah. and she got to take home all the prizes prizes include teeth toenails um cr- like um ashes of bubble wrap and a helmet with bananas on it I'm sure she was thrilled <laughs> yeah now um I, I don't know the answer but I might be discovering this answer out later on in this week if you stay tuned to Taskmaster World. But do does did she take home all all her all her winnings or did she leave some if she didn't want them? I am pretty sure she left she left some things, maybe all of them. <laughs> yeah, because I don't maybe think she didn't value uh, the price that much. No. Um, I think she valued the victory more. Yeah, because I don't think she'll want to be driving home in a taxi or driving home herself. Next to her in the seat would be a toenail and teeth. Oh. And, but and... the teeth, I'm pretty sure she she brought with her back home, but um, but not the the the, the nail. I'm pretty oh. sure she left it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, I don't even I, I I don't even. It's like I like my own I feel my own fingernails, but touching someone else's is yeah. I, you get oh. the chills. It's. Um, oh. It's not pleasant, is it? <laughs> no, oh, it's just oh, horrible. Mm. But anyway, thank you for letting me interview. Thank you for coming on. Now, you're the second ever um, person I've had on this podcast as a guest and the second ever person internationally because the first guest was a task writer from New Zealand. Oh, and, yeah. Um, I, I've, I've made it further than New Zealand. And now I do this thing where I steal from the original Taskmaster podcast. So would you be able to rate your experience on the podcast from one to five? One being, oh, it was horrible. And five being, oh, it's incredible. And you want more people, <laughs> people more contestants and everyone from around the world to meet me. Um, I think this was a strong four. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It Thank was you. really interesting to... to uh, be a part of your universe of taskmaster you have all yeah. all this broad uh, you know uh, connection of everything that i don't have i'm i'm in this swedish bubble and uh, don't watch that much yeah. uh, what they do in the other countries but maybe i should because it's uh, like you said it's always different solutions yeah. for every different mind you know yeah. so it's it's uh, entertaining anyway it, it very much is and um and if you do uh want to see all the other versions there is places on the internet so there's something called uh reddit which which i mentioned earlier the yes. taskmaster and a panel show reddit that upload the episodes weekly and sometimes they have uh 
uh, some some titles involved. Uh, and and finally, finally, because uh, I just remembered. Um, now, um, the, the person that I was talking to uh, originally to get hold of of you and to make this all happen, um, who he had previously the re- the reason why it all happened because he had previously spoken to you uh, on Instagram. Uh, to get an update on the new series, and this is how I got in touch with him. He's called John uh, Gray. He um, he studied uh, Swedish in uni and went off to Stockholm yes. for a year, and he's spoken to you on Instagram, and I did say to him I would give him a shout-out and let you know that he says hi, because he'll want to know, because he, um, he's the one that helped me get, get, it, oh. get to contact you, and he helped me convert it into Swedish, just well in case, just yeah. in case, because just in case, um, you, you just in just if we just didn't know whether you would what understand what I was saying more in yeah. the Swedish or the thing, and I did the same with David. So hopefully, uh, after after this, David will see this and think she, she seemed like she had a lot of fun there. Let's, uh, I, I might, uh, I might reply back to him on uh, on Twitter in the uh, direct messages. <clears throat> he's in the middle of um, doing the new tasks, so yeah. he's really, really busy. Mm. And um, I know that he he um, he don't have the time to do much extra things yeah. outside his work now. So, um, but maybe he'll um, he'll uh, you'll hear from him. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, okay. anyway, guys, thank you guys for watching this. Yeah. Now, you're probably wondering. This was the Swedish Taskmaster. I thought you were doing the New Zealand version. Well, uh, if you want to know my thoughts on Series 2, Episode 9 of Taskmaster New Zealand, stay tuned. Now, I don't know when the video, this next video will come out because it might be uh, Monday, might be Tuesday because I'm recording it on Sunday at a special time. And So stay tuned for that. And thank you guys for watching this video. Hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. And I'll see you all next time. And remember, like like we did on Strictly, remember, keep tasking. Bye-bye. I don't know why. Hello, everyone. Please subscribe to Taskmaster World.